So the Xbox Series S um, is uh, coming in at two ninety nine, so two hundred and ninety nine dollars to get an Xbox Series S. God damn! Uh, it God is, damn is right. Yeah, God damn is is absolutely right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 267. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Ayoshi, joined by Felix Hergood. Hey, what's up? What's up? How you and doing, lock and key. What's going on, everybody? How we doing? Good, good. I'm, I'm good, uh, Felix. I'm good. I love your background today on the uh, Twitch chat. That's twitch.tv slash Emergent underscore gamer for any of you audio listeners. Yeah, somebody posted. Uh, <laughs> no credit for me on this. Somebody posted on twitter in response to the just the single image of what the xbox series x looks like their response the, was uh, the series s series s i said not x yeah, yeah. sorry series yeah. s i misspoke um but they, they posted my immediate response to their post is this <laughs> it just shows the, the the picture that if you're listening to audio and you're not actually viewing us live the picture is basically a row of dominoes <laughs> with, with the Xbox uh, Series S like being the lead as the as the one, and it's like one, and then <laughs> another one that looks like two, and then three. It's just a series of fucking dominoes. Yeah, it's, uh, I've seen a lot of really quality quality memes on yeah. it. There's yeah. been a there's the minion one oh, um, from movie, which is perfect. There's a cool SpongeBob one I liked. Yeah, there's the dude from the um the other um the little alien dude i forget his name the one from the other restaurant um i have one like uh of him yeah it's good there's a lot of good memes of it i mean that happens every single time a console comes out but this one just yeah. looks is so bizarre looking you know but we'll get into that later that's one of our things we're going to discuss tonight yeah we're still discussing consoles and we're basically going to discuss you know the 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 new um, potential specs of this this Xbox uh, Series S, and then also possibly we'll get into some Nintendo later. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let me get mm-hmm. let's get started real quick. I'll just talk about the one game I've like really tried this week, and then we'll hop into what you guys have been playing, yeah. which is something I really want to hear about. Cool. Um, so I played this week Among Us. It's a small little indie game that came out a few years ago, but it's been getting really popular lately with like streamers and stuff. I've noticed um, after playing it, I've essentially boiled it down to being a game of clue, but more interactive and more like mis- murder mystery who done it. So it's like a combination of all that. And essentially it's a multiplayer game where you're, you're, these, you're like these little jelly bean people, kind of like uh, fall guys. And one person is designated as the murderer. And that person is hidden among all the other players. And you, you, you see everybody on the map. And everyone's goal is to walk around like a little spaceship or whatever map it is and perform tasks on the ship. Pretend or like just like fix the ship or do whatever you need to do. Um, and then by completing all the tasks, you beat the murderer. But the murderer's job is to walk around all secret like and like kill the, the people on the ship 
without everyone else noticing and figuring out who it is. Because once you find a dead body, a person can call in a, in a meeting and discuss it with everybody else in the room. And they all have to boil down like, oh, where did you see this person get murdered? Who, who did it? Like, where were they when it happened? And, and where was this person at this time of the murder? Like, it's pretty much like, uh, like a knives out scene when you're trying to like figure out like who's, who's got the alibi, like you, who's, who has the right alibi to be careful there. You're totally referencing a movie that I didn't watch yet <laughs> that you could Dude, if spoil. You, you have, you have to watch it's good, knives. It's out. pretty solid. Yeah. It's a fantastic. It. Movie. Is it based on a book or like a, no, it's, it's an original. It's just, it's, a original a mur- it's just a murder mystery, and they just did it. It wouldn't matter way. because it's fantastic as its own, so you should definitely watch it. Yeah, it's it. pretty good. Yeah. I, I do recommend. I definitely want to watch it. I definitely um, it's on my list. It's been really fun to watch. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, um, it's a cool party game for sure. Like You definitely want to play with a large group of people. Uh, so watching some of like the uh, different streamers kind of cross their communities over to, to play. Um, some of the FPS guys have been doing it, like Ninja, Lupo, mm-hmm. um, courage like all those guys have been uh doing games of it um glad and and some of the destiny guys have been doing it um you know so it's it's been really fun to watch them you know play this this older game um one so they get the the developers get some recognition right like their game just skyrocketed out of nowhere um which was which was huge um it's it was a lot i streamed it the other night and honestly it brought in like honestly a lot of engagement from from people um the game is just fun to watch and fun to watch people either you know get killed or like mess up getting killed and or like be really good at being the murderer like it was it was a lot of fun to like it's it just brings out a lot of really fun moments um right but yeah i'm really glad it's like you know it's popular among the communities and finally quail told me to just pull the trigger and do it and now everyone's playing it in the server yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. um, we, have, we have a we have a group of people playing it right now in our in our discord as as we record um mm-hmm. my question is do you did you find it um boring in the times where you couldn't talk because like that's a big part of it right that like you're you're kind of in your own lane until you get the opportunity to kind of meet together and and discuss like did you find yeah. those downtimes a little bit boring yeah so the way we were playing it was like while we're all performing our jobs and mission and like you know tasks while we're in the game we don't communicate with each other because you don't want it to give away whoever the killer is but once we initiate the meeting like when you all go group meeting we found a body then everyone chimes in again including the murderer so like you don't so like that person can lie through their teeth try and trick everyone to think it's somebody else and a lot of the fun actually comes out from those moments but right 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 i don't know uh I, I found a way to like, you know, talk to myself while playing, you know, while I'm in. Well, sure. Right. Right. You know, kind of like entertain yourself as, as you're going. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Otherwise, it's, you're it's, just kind of waiting for things to happen. Right. Right. I feel like it's a really good um, game to play with community engagement. Like if you're streaming it and talking to your chat as you're playing. Right. Like versus like you're not streaming and you're kind of just like waiting, like, OK, who's going to die next? So we could just get into this voice chat and we could start talking about it because that's really where like the fun happens, right? Right. Um, Which is absolutely true and absolutely something that I did do. Nice. And it made it, it made it easier to like engage with people who are watching. That's awesome. It's awesome. Would I, oh, yeah. would I like this game? I think it is a game that anybody would like if you are with a great group of people. Oh, got it. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like, and I'm I saying, think, and I think like five plus people. Like I right? enjoyed playing 
I enjoyed playing Jackbox when Neo brought that up and he was like, you should play that. And then I played Jackbox on my stream and I had like viewers who were playing and then I was playing right. and yeah. it seems like a game yeah, that's like, similar to that. And like Jackbox, that's a game that that's a game that's only better with the more people you have. Like that game, more than four people of, for a Jackbox game is is a good time. Like, but if you have any less or equal to that, then you're kind of like skating that line, you know? Yeah, like this, you... It's just like, you know, subbing in, like playing Mario Party, right? You always enjoyed playing Mario Party with friends versus playing against bots, right? Like, it, it's just the engagement of playing with other people, you know? Mm-hmm. So getting into a party of eight people and playing this, like who done it mystery um and then seeing people that are you know really good at being the liar and some people that are like really bad at being the liar or people that are really bad at guessing and you know that's where all the fun comes in so i, I think anybody would would enjoy it um so i'm yeah I'm, I'm interested to watch more of it um hopefully i get to play it soon um yeah hop, hop in next time uh i'll probably stream it again if all these people are down to uh, yeah, we have, a, we have a pretty good group going, so I'm sure there will mm-hmm. be more games. Um, yeah, cool. what's next, guys? What have you guys been up to? Um, well, both Felix and I have played um, the Tony Hawk uh, remaster, so Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Yes, I did. Uh, I will just go really briefly, because yeah, um, will probably go more in-depth, because he's played it a lot more. Um, yeah, I went I a kind little of nuts up, on it. You know, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 were both games that I played a massive amount of as a kid so there's definitely a large nostalgia factor that drove me to the purchase um but then it's also like a really good game you know like uh, as i work from home you know i get i take a lunch break usually when my son is sleeping and it's like a good like game to hop in and play for like 30 minutes like after i eat lunch you know to just kind of go in and play a tony hawk level like i don't have to do much thinking i get to listen to a great soundtrack um it's gonna be part best part man uh, lock it's gonna be my next to mlb the show it's gonna be my second game that serves that purpose right yeah it's it's just like a really good like palate cleansing thing to just go and kind of escape from really quickly like i don't have to get ultra sweaty and valorant i don't have to like try and dive into a single player game and follow the story or like any of that right i just hop in and i do tricks and i try and complete the objectives or i just literally just skate around and have fun and listen to the soundtrack um and uh, so i've only played the first level which is the first level from tony hawk one which is the iconic warehouse map which they beautifully remastered um and i guess the last thing that i would just say is is if you're even on the fence of getting the game you should absolutely purchase it yeah um i'm probably gonna buy it it's 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 just it's just exactly what a remaster should be, right? Like where they, they did just enough to bring it to current generation means without taking anything away from the original gameplay experience. Yeah, I agree with that statement um, 100%. Like, you know, the levels look incredible. The characters look incredible. It still feels the same exact way to skate. Um, you know, the soundtrack is still badass, you know, with, with bringing everything back. And then still addition, got that Primus in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's no yeah. cigars in there, right? Uh, I can't remember the name of the Primus song that, that's in there, but that Prime—I'm pretty sure that's the Primus song that was in there originally. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's great. You know, like I and I'm the the one thing that I will say is is like in terms of like a skate game, I'm more of a fan of like the EA skate like uh, realism versus the Tony Hawk, but like 
that's where we got to because of Tony Hawk, right? Like, so you know what you're getting out of this. You're not playing something hyper-realistic. You're doing obscene um, combos to try and get to a high score, you know? Like, you're you're doing all these manuals and these backflips and all these crazy things because it's the Tony Hawk game, right? Um, it's but the, it's still so much fun to play. It's it the really NBA is. Jam of right. fucking a fucking God, game yeah. so skate, skating games. I mean, that's what it right. is. And it's the original too. Like this is, this is where we came from. Like Tony Hawk one on PlayStation and N64, right? Like that was the first successful skateboarding game, mm-hmm. um, you know, and like EA skate not have come about, you know, the, the realistic side of the skateboarding games would have never come about if it wasn't for these games. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really cool to see them, them like age themselves. Like you have an older looking Tony Hawk, you have an older looking um, Steve Caballero. You have, you have, Ri- you have Riley Hawk. In you have Riley Hawk his, in it now. His yeah. son is in the game. <laughs> um, which I like, I grew up watching the, uh, I still have the box sets of the Tony Hawk gigantic skate park tour, which was them touring and going to skate parks. Cause they actually went to a skate park near me in Jersey when I was a kid and I actually went and watched them skate live. Um, but it's just funny seeing Riley Hawk because in those DVDs, Riley's a baby. And like, I know what he looks like as a, like a newborn baby because I watched those DVDs and now he's like, <laughs> I follow him on Instagram and like, he's in this skating game and he's like, a he's an adult now. So it's just, it's, it's a, it's a weird thing. It's a weird moment, you know? Yeah. The um, game also uh, features prominently some of the uh, skaters that are going to be skating in our Olympics coming up in Tokyo. Oh, mm. wow. Uh, yeah. Um, um, uh, Leticia. Um, her name is. Oh, I'm blanking on her last name, but it's Italian, uh, but she's Brazilian. And uh, mm. she, she's one of the world-class uh, skaters. She's going to be skating. In the uh, uh, if you can look that up, Locke, I can't remember. Letitia, I know her first name is Letitia, I think. And then, uh, um, but she's going to be skating in the Olympics. Uh, two of them, actually, two of the skaters that are in the game. The other one's Japanese. They're both going to be skating in the Olympics. Bufani. Yep, Letitia Bufani. Yep, I think it's Letitia, oh. right? Yeah, it's Letitia. Yeah, yeah, Letitia Bufani. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's she's gorgeous. It is. Yeah, it is a. It's a great game. <laughs> like I said, it like if you're it, I guess if you didn't play it as a kid, um, you know, there might be something lost there. Like there might be, you know, um, like what's the point? Maybe. Um, well, I but, mean, Jay, Jay Prince is critical of it because he's an obsessed. He, you know how he is. He always likes something and then whatever other thing is, he doesn't like it. But right, he, right. he um, he's a big, big fan. I guess his first impressions came from skate. Skate three, mm-hmm. skate two. Which, skate right, three. it's you can't. That's the more modern variation of that, it's, right? It's, well, it's apples and oranges, right? Like skate, you you actually have to do flicks with the thumbstick to do tricks, and like it's very difficult to do like a three sixty flip down a staircase. But in Tony Hawk, you could almost do a nine hundred down a staircase if you want. <laughs> it's like it's just not. It's just not the same thing. You don't play Tony Hawk from like a realism standpoint. You could, and you could enjoy that, but like you wouldn't complete the levels because it's impossible to complete the levels by playing realistically, right? Like, you know, you're going to do a wall ride across an entire building and then do like a backflip off of it. You know, like that's just it's just not real. Um, <laughs> but like if you play the games growing up. Um, or if you just are looking for a game to just like escape and listen to a, a killer soundtrack, then um, it's, it's well worth the price. Um, and if you get it on PC, like I was saying earlier, before we started recording, 
Epic Game Store because it is an Epic Game Store exclusive. Randomly gave me a ten dollar off coupon automatically applied, so the game was only twenty nine dollars. So uh, I am looking right now. I too have that coupon. There it is, baby. Yeah. So well, it's thirty. It's thirty dollars. It looks like right, right, with the coupon. I thought yeah. that's right. what he said. I said twenty nine. Oh, 29. Oh, okay. I, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear the nine. I didn't hear the nine. Uh, Whoopsie. But yes, it's, it's still, you know, regardless, full price or, or if you get the discount on PC, even, even better. But uh, so like overall, what were your thoughts, Felix? I know you mentioned that you played a ton of it, you know? So, so I, well, my first and initial thought is this, despite you saying what you said about how easy it is to do some of these things, the first time I landed a 900 was surreal. <laughs> like the first yeah, time you do it after you like bail like 60 times, because sure. it's really hard to do the 900 and some of those other special moves, right. To figure out the mechanic that the mechanic of skating is not hard. The mechanic of doing an Ollie is not hard. You know, that might be right. difficult in the game skate, but in this game doing your basic stuff, like, like, a grind or an ollie or or something like that isn't isn't tough it's when you get into the complication of the special mechanic and then being able to like how much special do i need in order to like for the the game to respond to me inputting the mortal Kombat-esque like combination of buttons um in order for that that special and then also the timing to do it at exactly the right height in the vert to make it come Mm -hmm. down and land and then you know that took a while. It took me a long time and a half pipe to figure that out. Right. It, it does. I, I am, I am, I am oversimplifying it. Like even doing some of the crazier combos, like just trying to juggle the, the manual wheel and the grinding wheel again is right, like, yeah. it's, it's a concept that I haven't had to deal with for a while. Mm-hmm. So like trying to stay steady and not like mess up was, was pretty difficult, but so I'm saying, um, so I'm here and it's like uh, 12 o'clock, I finished playing Red Dead Redemption 2 with my buddy Jay Prince, and I get off. And I said, ah, well, I got the Tony Hawk here. I'll just fucking put it in. right." <laughs> you know, I'll play for a I, little I bit. I got the Tony Hawk. Yeah. It's like having the Facebook. Yeah, I had, <laughs> I, had the, I had the Tony Hawk here. So I pop it in, and I'm like watching the cool video in the beginning that shows all the different types of skaters. And I'm like, wow, shit, man. This is taking me right back to when I used to play the shit. And then I get in, and I take his tutorial. You know, Tony's tutorial where you, as my friend Philly Special said, she said, what, this isn't Tony Hawk's pro skater. This is Tony Hawk paraplegic. She <laughs> <laughs> so quadriplegic because she kept, her and I, when we were doing that tutorial, we kept putting Tony Hawk. You know, you play as him in the tutorial. It's so funny. Right. So he, right. he just keeps bailing over and over and over again. Um, but anyway, you go through that whole tutorial, explains all the different things, and then you start doing moves and stuff like that and then you go out and you do the warehouse probably first because the warehouse is the first thing if you Mm -hmm. if you if your choice is to pick uh pro skater one because they're both in there as if they are separate games right Um, so you could theoretically if you were the bigger fan of two just go in and start playing two from the main menu but i did Mm -hmm. one because i like order you know one two (laughs) fan of order not i couldn't remember either of them right um i think the last tony hawk i played regularly was what tony hawk three was that the underground ones? Dude, well, hold on really quickly before we go, because I was going to mention this before we moved off topic. Tony, yeah. Tony Hawk Underground is incredible. And if they remake Underground, I will be so 
damn excited. Remind me. It was the first one. Underground had the story element to it where like you were an up and coming skater okay. and you were trying to break into the pro scene. So it, it was well, the first one that added like a, a story to another. I believe there was a Tony Hawk three before underground. Okay. That could be- okay. So I don't remember what the last, I think I played underground last because I, what was the year of like underground? Was that like 2002? 2003. Yeah. 2002, 2000, 2003 was probably the height of when I was playing Tony Hawk on a regular basis. And then 99 was Pro Skater 1. 90, 2001 was Pro Skater 2, I think. So it was, it was nine, 1999 Pro Skater, 2000 Pro Skater 2. Oh. Uh, 2001 Pro Skater 3. 2000, 2002 Pro Skater 4. And then 2003 Underground. So there were four Tony Hawks before Underground came oh, out. So I think I did. I think I only did three. I think I was playing three on a regular basis. That that lines up with the timeline perfect because you said that was two thousand one. Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't think I played four. I think I played three, and because I went back to college in two thousand two, and that's where I was introduced to a bunch of people that I was friends with who were all skaters, and they were all big into watching, you know, um, um. You know, uh, Jackass and what predated mm-hmm. that? What uh, C C M Y K or C K Y C K Y? That's what I meant. Yeah, I think I just that was something you just different. made something up. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, C K Y, all those guys, and uh, everyone was obsessed with making and watching skate videos. And I was hanging out in alleys in Philly and with all these kids, and um, that's what we were playing. We were playing three, I believe, because it had just come out basically the year before. That yeah, was- so three three was like the the last one that was like critically acclaimed, like mm-hmm. massive headlines, and then it started to I think slip. Like four, I don't think was was as well regarded. Yeah, yeah, and then like I personally loved Underground because I loved the like you know you're trying to become this up and coming skater, you're trying to complete missions, and then there were some like cut scenes I vaguely remember and stuff like that. So it was just it, I, I enjoyed that, but. Um, so yes, so um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> Somebody in our in our uh, our viewer viewing audience just reminded me that CMYK <laughs> is the color scheme of most professional printing. <laughs> is is that really? Yeah, I guess that yes, I said CMYK, and I meant fucking CKY. Oh Jesus Christ, man! That's we had funny. To break, we had to break the fourth wall there. For I second. had to, man, because that was. <laughs> Too fucking funny, man. All right. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, anyway, I'm turning red anyway. from that. So, um, okay. So, there yes. are some things that I think just dates the game in terms of like, they probably would have had to, oh, may, they're probably going to have to patch or overhaul the game for the modern expectation a little bit. Like, I'm not critical of the fact that this is an arcade style game. I enjoy the fact that it's arcade. It's it, like you said, Locke, it takes it takes a weight off not having to think too hard, you know? Right. And it's yeah. easy to, to play. However, maybe you can help me come to a, a conclusion on this. I, I I tried to do multiplayer with it, and I'm not I'm not happy with how that is. But that could be because of the the current way we play multiplayer is different, and modern games design multiplayer in a different mindset. Um, you can't do any kind of private rooms or free skates privately with your friends. And 
you know, like I kind of expected that. Now I don't expect that like in Red Dead. I I expect to be in the world, but with Red Dead, there's a cooperative element to it where you're doing stuff together, right? In a world with other people that you compete against, but you're still in a team or a a, qua, a, a group of people that you know, like a posse yeah. or whatever. So in this game, I'm like, okay, we went, we entered in. Me and my friend entered into the multiplayer as a team or as a a party. And then we just kind of didn't do anything with each other at all. We, we weren't, we, it didn't seem like we were competing together at all. We were just competing against each other. Everyone was doing their own score and we kind of got in this zone where we weren't talking or even seeming like we were doing multiple multiplayer. So I'm, I think if they made like a private match thing, also there's some try hard kid in there doing 300 K on like one combo. <laughs> You know, so you, you, you're like, you're like, what is going on here? Like, I why do I have to play with it all sounds this? Sounds like this? an internet game, you know? No, I, it's it's like it's clearly a game yeah. from that time period, right? Uh, in terms yeah, like, of its multiplayer design. Think, yeah, I just don't think that's like what it's meant to be. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, like the supreme like, experience that I had was playing alone with nobody right. else. And I think that's what, like, I think um, what you're asking for is is a good thing, but I think that would take infrastructure would take time would take money mm. um so maybe they can do that for the ne- i would imagine the success of this means that we'll get three and four remastered yeah like a patch or something I, or, I or a good patch in the future know. maybe they could do it maybe um so- uh, because like most of my fun came in, in in skate came from building my own skate park and then playing it with my friend and skating together in the skate park Right, that's what I'm saying. Um, but like that, I don't think that ever exists. Like when I played Tony Hawk with friends as a kid, like it was you try and beat the level, pass me the controller. Pass the controller. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. What, it was it was never a multiplayer together game. Ba- bare um, minimum, all I would want is I think it's fine the way it is. I just wish we could choose what park we were playing in. We couldn't mm-hmm. even do that. Like it literally put us into a playlist and just randomized the game mode and the park. And we couldn't pick no anything. We couldn't customize the experience of what we were even, att- even in battlefield or something like that. You have the ability to go, I want to play this skate park in this game mode, or, you know what I mean? Like sure. that. And I was just kind of hoping that there would be some of that. And maybe there will be, maybe they'll patch that in. Then, then the, I got heavily and I love this. I got heavily into creating a skater. So I really enjoyed doing that. Oh, I love making skaters, man. And of course I always make the female skater. I don't know. I'm really, I'm a perv, I guess. I don't know or something, but I had a character is female. I just had a good time making a skater and like accessorizing and doing all that shit. Um, The only criticism I had about that was then I tried to do a couch co-op where me and Mrs. Felix both created skaters on she you know she had to use her own xbox profile i used mine right because that's how xbox does it and this could be an xbox problem but the weirdest thing happened we both created a skater separately on our profiles then we were getting ready to play together and when i was the main person who signed into the game when she was added as like the additional xbox player she could pick her profile but then when we went into created skaters her created skater wasn't available she can only pick from the ones that came with the game, which is Tony Hawk and all of them, and then mine to play, which mm-hmm. was super weird to me. It seems like a small oversight, but like it completely doused water on our interest in playing. We were like, we both created skaters, but we both can't play compete with our skaters. Yeah, what if weird. what if she made her skater on your profile? Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's dumb. I should have done that. I we could do that. 
that's what we're ultimately going to have to do, right? right? I create a skater on the profile. She creates a skater on the profile. It's probably because you're the you're the account. She's the guest. So it's only looking yeah. at your account. I figured mm-hmm. it could have been an Xbox uh, Live thing. But, I mean, it's a minor concern. Um, she did have a lot of – this is the first game I – I was able to get in a long time that she actually took a, a huge interest in and cause she used to play it when she was a kid. Mm. Um, so it's going to be great to like, just be able to play couch co-op, you know, from time to time with Mrs. Felix. Nice. So. That's awesome. So yeah, that's fun. I, I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was a lot of fun. And like I said, it's that good, you know, in between I got 30 minutes till dinner game, you know, I'll just, <laughs> you know, and before that, it was mostly uh, MLB The Show matches. Like, I would just do baseball games and right. until uh, right. uh, until dinner. And now I'm just going to – I have a choice. Now you're shredding. Now you're shredding. Now I can shred. Hell, yeah. yeah. The minute I hit that first 900, dude, I was like, oh, sh- I'm in. <laughs> I got to keep going. I got to keep going. <laughs> I played that fucking um, game until 5 in the morning, man, that one night. I started at 12 midnight and played five fucking hours. Tony Hawk straight, dude. Five in the morning. It's crazy. <laughs> Sign of a I, solid game. I didn't have to work the next day, so thank God. Well, that makes that makes sense. Cool. Um, so we want to talk um, a little bit. Uh, we're not going to go too in depth just because of time constraints. But um, you know, if if you haven't heard, some some major Xbox news has has been released within the past seventy two hours. Um, and it, it's definitely worth um, diving into, at least briefly. So I think the biggest thing is uh, it started as a leak and then kind of snowballed and then became a full-blown statement from Microsoft, um, which was that they announced their pricing um, for their uh, Xbox Series X, their top-of-the-line their top of the line next-gen console, and then the Xbox Series S, which is their um, next-gen console at a more affordable price. And, the, and that's really where the, the, the center of this conversation goes is the X. The because price the started at a leak as a leak or the console no, the, started as the a leak? series S started as the leak because that didn't yes. exist up until like two days ago. Right. So, right, I mean, right. It was yeah. rumored, but, but now it's never official. Right. Yeah. So the Xbox series S um, is uh, coming in at two ninety nine, So $299 to get an Xbox series S. God damn. Uh, it God is, damn is right. Yeah, goddamn is is absolutely right. Um, it's coming in. Uh, the footprint in terms of the console is minuscule in comparison to the the beefy size of the Xbox Series X. So uh, the Xbox Series S, excuse me, um, it's going to tongue twister me, is um, what you would expect a console to look like. It looks more aligned with what the current Xbox looks like, and it's you know a pretty slim rectangle um, where the Xbox Series X is this big you know tower tower thing yeah. right um so the 299 price point is huge right like getting into a, a console at 299 is is an affordable price but then we start breaking down into the um the specs that you're going to get for the the xbox series s um which some of the big ones are um they're claiming 1440p gaming um so you're not quite getting 4k uh, but you are getting 1440p, so it's a step up from 1080p gaming. Um, and you will be getting 1440p at at least 60 frames per second, um, which is tremendous. That all sounds um, good, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's that's absolutely tremendous. You are still getting ray tracing and the custom-designed SSD. 
Um, so you're getting all of those things inside of the package. You will get upscaling for 4K, so it's not true 4K, but you will get upscaling, which will still make the, the pictures look prettier. Um, so, you know, this is this is huge for the average gamer um, because all of this for $299 is, is quite honestly absurd. It's um, insane, yeah. Uh, because, you know... Last week we talked about the 3070... Being like yeah. an entry level graphics card, which is promising 4K, straight up, straight up great 4K performance. Right for what five hundred dollars? That was like a five hundred dollar card, right? I, th- I think it is. I thought yeah, you guys said seven hundred last week. That's thirty eighty. Oh, that's okay. Which, that's a bigger one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you would the thirty seventy is going to be something more aligned with with the Xbox Series S. Um, it's going to have more performance capabilities than the Xbox Series S. But we were talking about five hundred dollars being a great p- price point to get into PC gaming, and then you know Microsoft comes out of nowhere and you know drops the <laughs> microphone and says. Let's this undercut that again, motherfuckers. It, it honestly <laughs> does not. Trip, he's not here tonight, but he said this on Twitter, and it and it and it. I can't let go of it. Is I have no idea how they're making money on this console. I honestly think At they're all. losing. I, I, they have to be losing money because on top of they that, they could be losing money. Game Pass, right? Right. So yeah. So then you have um, you have Game Pass, right? So the Game Pass is going to be something that you could obviously get with this. They're um, now the, the price other huge news. Oh, sorry. We're going to say oh, I was just going to say the price of that is not changing for me. That's I've been paying that price. The price is just changing for the PC. You guys had it at five bucks a month. That's what I was beta. reading because it was yeah, in it was beta. beta. So now beta. now the five bucks is just going to be increased to what I already pay. Uh, I, that's my understanding. OK, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. Yeah. Which, again, it, you know, the. Yes, the five dollars was an absolute steal, but even the full price for Game Pass is is still not bad. Um, is not bad at all. No, not at all. So they just announced that uh, by the end of the year, EA Play is going to be added into Game Pass. Um, so that means Fuck. all EA games, <laughs> all like every single EA FIFA. game that you cur- right, yeah, goal. And, it, <laughs> and I was reading an interesting an interesting article about that. Um, this could be a move by EA because they're not selling as many titles like gamers are not upgrading each year like they used to. So by throwing it into Game Pass, they're able to get some revenue through microtransactions and some other things because more gamers will play the latest mm-hmm. as as, you know, the old ones are removed from Game Pass and the new ones are added, which makes sense. But I'm going to get the new FIFA. Fuck it. <laughs> we don't, now you, you don't need to. Play. to. Yeah. Play it, right? Yeah. Um, download it. Yeah. So that that's huge. Um and then they also announced financing options where you can get um Game Pass Ultimate plus uh the Xbox Series S for $25 a month. So if you can't what? afford if you can't afford the 299 upfront cost um and buy like a year's worth of of Ultimate, you can finance them as a bundle over like 2 years. Um Probably, there, there's probably crazy interest in that. You probably play. Yes, yes, there definitely. I would, I would assume yeah. there is, right? Yeah. But, but again, you know, there's nothing wrong with them giving more options, right? I saw a lot of mm-hmm. conversation about like, you know, people getting over their in over their head by financing this, which I think is bullshit. I mean, <laughs> people make bad financial decisions all day, like them as gamers, you know, whatever. Them giving somebody an option to to finance is whatever what um, i finance my phone right like i decide to buy my phone through the financing question and- no the question would be like how's the financing i would on the back end like what's the financing through like what bank is it fucking Goldman I, I Sachs? I, you know like 
I don't, don't have that plan info. on financing, yeah. so I don't I don't have the info. I yeah. just know that it's going to be um it's going to be an option. Yeah, no, I wasn't um, I wasn't asking that question. I was speaking rhetorically in the idea that like before I even address that criticism, like I'd want to know on the back end what kind of financial organization people are getting in league with. That's the issue. You know what I mean? It's not whether yeah. there is financing, it's just like how how is it going to happen? You know. Right. And right. Is, is there something yeah, it's, shady it's, about that. It's it's a good question. Um, so, you know, you bundle all of that together. You know, so Xbox Series S plus Game Pass as a package is so much value is inside of that, right? I would honestly getting, say it is the best value you can get if you want to play latest the latest games at a high quality at, at a decently high quality. I would agree. Hundred percent. Yeah, I would agree. If if they deliver 1440p at 60 frames per second, um, and even decent load times on an SSD, it does not need to beat PS5's load times. I know people mm-hmm. will try and argue that, but this console does not need to do that. So if the load times are better than a spinning disc, which there's no way in hell they wouldn't be, and not you can get like that, yeah, 1440p at 60 frames, and then you have everything that's inside of Game Pass plus EA Play, you you will never beat this value for for the standalone gamer that that's not mm-hmm. that doesn't have a 4k tv that doesn't see the value in in getting some of the the beefier specs in the series x like for you felix at last week i told you there's no reason for you to buy an xbox <laughs> just change right? your tune <laughs> oh my still, god hold on i still don't think you should buy an xbox but i Correct. would feel much better if you bought series s than you did series x i'm not getting because you because you would be the like you're a perfect use case for the Series S. The, Someone that doesn't necessarily need to play in 4K, you know, like you're just concerned about, you know, some of these um you know, quality of life changes that you're going to get from it. Um I think this is going to be a huge mover over holiday. Like I see them moving a ton of units as gifts for for uh first time consoles. Um, just in general, like it, buying somebody a console for two ninety nine is a lot easier to swallow than five ninety nine or four ninety nine or, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think this is going to to be a killer move this holiday, um, and and I'm Felix, all for it. Felix, I'm all for it. Which console did you say you would be more interested in, the S or the X? The X would be just hubris, dude. Fuck that. I'm, I'm not. I would do never you, do that. That now well, that they are, they've given me a choice. Are you kidding me? Oh, of course. But I'm just wondering, do you ever see yourself dipping into like, like a, a getting a 4K TV for your for your you know your game room or whatever? No, and I currently don't run on a 4K TV. I mean, and I'm somebody uh, that you. beats a TV to death. Like I'll literally use it until it just doesn't work, and then I'm like, oh, what do I got to do at like 2:30 in the morning on a fucking Monday? I'm like freaking out because my TV just shit Man. out, and I'm Felix- tur- I'm turning to Mrs. Felix and I'm going, let's go to Target and find whatever bottom of the barrel bullshit they're trying to unload damn felix <laughs> you were you literally would game in like a like oscar the grouch's trash can you don't care yeah, how you would do it exactly You'd play on a crt tv if i you, don't if know you, about you had it, you know? but that's not true either because for me yeah. no for me really what it comes down to is it, it's the the software the game the the story that i'm playing if it's legible if I'm getting the message of it, then I don't really care what the medium is and how I receive it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, yeah, I also agree to a certain extent. Like I've played 
in 4K, probably upscaled on my PS4, right? So it's upscaled 4K, and I've played. You you have a pro? I don't have a pro. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think that I don't think that's capable of upscale. Well, you're still getting a 1080p image. It's not upscaling to right. the 4K resolution. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So HDR, right on my 4K TV, mm-hmm. HDR, and I've and I've played like Horizon, and it looks fantastic. Then I come to my 1440p monitor and I play a game and it looks equally as fantastic. And I don't like I don't personally look at those differences and be like, oh, my God, this is so much better. So for, even for me, like if I were to be like, I would go with the Series S if I didn't have a PC. And for me personally, I, there would be no reason for me to go to the Series X because I don't like I don't even think I would see the value in that in that difference between the 1440p and 4k i think the upscale 4k would look just as good to my eyes um as as a as a native 4k resolution would lock let me tell you an anomaly that just occurred recently i just noticed in a what's it called again what do they call them a re-release or they call them a re the new arkham games return to arkham uh asylum (laughs) and return to arkham city i said I've said that I don't think I'd ever notice going from the old 360 to the um, uh, the new uh, console uh, it, when they remaster or re-release these games. Uh, I need to correct myself because it just happened to me last night. So remember we talked about how you know the recommended order that you should play these games in is go with the release order. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The reason why you shouldn't do that, and this is if you ever decide to play, <laughs> is this. Arkham Origins has never been released in the current console gen, right? So it still has 360 um, processed graphics on it. Mm-hmm. I started with that. I played all of Origins, had a good time. Then I played Arkham Asylum, and obviously that was the first game, so I didn't really notice much of a difference between them. When right. I got to City last night, and this literally happened to me last night, noticeable difference. Noticeable difference between City, like in their remaster that they did, the texture remaster that they did is right, noticeable right. going from origins to, to city. Um, because yeah, the, well, yeah, what, I was going to say, like, I don't, I don't think, I think that's noticeable, right? Like a yeah. remaster is going to be noticeable, but I guess what I'm saying is like, if you took a game that came out and you put it on a series X on a 4k TV and put a series S on the same 4k TV and looked at the side by side, I don't know if I would see enough value change in the picture resolution to be like, yes, this extra two hundred dollars. Yeah, between those. But I'm yeah, I'm I'm saying what it took for me to notice something was an entire leap and a complete remaster going from one game to another. You know, like like from two between two consoles. That's when I noticed it. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I would notice it fucking at all in the same goddamn generation being released on the same day, two completely separate consoles. There's no right, point right. in me buying an Xbox series X. There's just no point. Like, yeah, not for my eye. Like it won't. I think, I think that's targeting someone that is very concerned about visual uh, fidelity. Someone that's only buying a, a single console um, or, or has a lot of extra, you know, spendable money and they can afford both. But um you know, I, I think I think they're really banking on affordable hardware and services. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. that is the future of Microsoft. That is how I think they may win this generation. Yes. You know, 
they have to release high-end hardware because they would look silly if they didn't and ps4 was the only one offering high-end hardware right or playstation um it but like you know, I don't. That's not where the move is for them. They're literally you know, like, double downing on the double. They're double downing on consoles, <laughs> on services, on on consoles services. and services, Aff- affordable games that anyone can. Uh, new games, like the newest releases, right? Like, yeah, and I, and I've said it since Game Pass was before on PC and it was just coming out that I think it's the revolution. Like, I am the type of gamer that sees so much value in game pass i don't like buying games at full value i drop in and out of games so frequently that spending 60 dollars on a triple a title that i'll never finish um you know is is a waste of money for me so then i don't end up buying as many as i would and i won't get to try as many as i would because i just don't buy games i'm (laughs) saying i'm saving myself so much fucking money dude the amount of money i spend on games now i still spend money on games, but those are the ones that are outliers that are a part of like Ubisoft's collection, you know, and Ubisoft isn't roped into one of these game passes or it's such a, uh, you know, an odd duck game, like CD project red games, like the new, like I'm going to, I'm going to get those games, but like I'm, I'm spending considerably less money than I spent in previous years because I now have this game pass. Like, yeah, you got the Netflix. You got the Netflix of gaming, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have all these titles available to you. You can dip in and try games as you see fit. Um, you know, it's it makes a ton of sense. I, and I haven't even really leveraged Game Pass as much as I could, and I still find immense value in it. I you have. Know, because I, I would say on my console now, I have. Um, I would say seventy percent of the games are Game Pass games, right? Right. And if I put a price on every single one of them and bought every single one of them, it's it's well over 120 bucks in one year, right? You know, oh I mean? for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's that's two titles, right? right that's like two, two titles. or three titles, yeah. right? So as long as you're playing more than two or three games a year, right, or Which you're I getting am. or you're getting that much enjoyment, two to three games worth of enjoyment out of it, um, doesn't mean you have to complete them. Then the the value is is already there, right? So. Um, and and as more and more like EA joining this is huge, right? Like EA Play becoming a part of Game Pass is a big moment for Game Pass. Dude, Ubisoft that, get under the fold, baby. Because that like that gives. <laughs> oh, they're gives gonna, they're gonna do for, their own. I can feel it. Like that He's, gives way for things like you know potentially uh, Origins to go into the into that store or you play to go into that store. They might not, but mm. it shows that it's possible. For, for someone that has another storefront to kind of to kind of join in um, like origins would be a good example of that yeah actually um, uh, at e3 last year uh ubisoft did announce they were they will be doing their own game pass like service for their own games right so a lot of these publishers will be going in the direction of kind of maintaining their own like service just like mm-hmm. game pass is essentially yeah and i think uh, the the smart move for for xbox we talked about this a few weeks ago with with uh, the app store is like they're they've created their own app store right like apple did so you know if it takes off they're going to be the ones to say okay you want to join our storefront all right pay rent mm-hmm. you want you want all these gamers pay rent um they're they're doing the same exact thing that apple did by creating this yeah. this storefront and you know how you get your storefront to be bigger? Well, you create a console that's pretty fucking great for two ninety nine, and you sell it to every kid for Christmas. 
um, because all of those kids are going to get a year worth of Game Pass from another relative, or they're going to get six months or whatever. Um, so now, it's it's going to grow, and I'm now, really I'm really happy about it. Let me ask you guys this then: What does Sony have to do to? Because I don't think they they've lost they haven't lost ground. Obviously, they're the top selling mm-hmm. console maker right now. But what do you think they have to do to like kind of win win over the hearts of of a two ninety nine price point, right? Like with, well, with first they need, games, to, they need to make you know? PS now not a piece of shit like it is. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I think like, they, they they really the only in my opinion the only value for PlayStation is your first party titles. Mm-hmm. If they took away those first party titles. You would only be doing. You would only be getting a PlayStation because you're a diehard fan of Sony and just that ecosystem. Because there's there's no one in their right mind from like a value perspective that would choose that if the first party titles weren't there. Now I, you're 100 right. I think I would be one of those people. I would just go well. I'll go where the better value is. Right, and and so would I. Right, and I and again, I w- I probably won't buy a- any console this generation, um, unless you know, if, unless Sony can hit me with a two ninety nine price point, and I have the extra money, then sure, so I could play some of the next gen first party titles. But outside of that, like I will not spend the money on the disc li- discless version just because I save a little bit of money. I there's there's not enough value there for me. But I think they need to admit that they have poor infrastructure. I think they need to admit that they have a poor services department and say, like, we're doing really well over here and we know we're struggling here and this is where our investment's going to go. But I don't think they've been that open and honest about it. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's that's what they would need to do. It doesn't necessarily mean that they need to say, here's a console for two ninety nine, but I do think they need to invest in some of these core things that Xbox has always been better at, right? It's always been better at these things. Um even when Xbox did have some pretty good first person or first party titles. Luck, um, did I tell you the um, minutia of steps that I had to go through in order to return just a pre-order through Sony? I did. Yeah, you did. I did mention yeah. that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's I mean, fucking... I mean, just anything in general, right? Like the, you mentioned um, the, the now service, um, their live service is not as robust as Xbox live. Um, I would argue that even in its worst state, the UI is not as great as Xbox's. Um, you can't even argue game pass like game pass is just leagues ahead. Right. So, um, you know, if, in my opinion, if, if Xbox gets to a point where it's releasing a, you know, a a handful, um, or a couple of good first party, first party titles a year, um, then Sony is, Sony's got a problem in my opinion. Um, so Back in May, I don't know if you guys remember this news article or this report coming out, but Sony and Microsoft actually did announce that they were pairing up for cloud for like Sony was coming to Microsoft for their cloud infrastructure. Right, right. So I, we I, we haven't seen what that's going to do yet, or well, that's or not the that's that. that's not going to be interface based that, or ga- or gaming related. No, or even the, like all, no, yeah, I, I think no, I think that announcement was just that Sony is probably going to broker a deal to use the space for their own stuff. That doesn't mean that right. That doesn't mean that the user interface is going to improve and that the experience is going to improve. No, I'm not, I'm not talking gonna... about the user interface in general. I'm talking about the technology behind, let's say like X cloud, for example, if that can make their service better, which is, which X cloud apparently already performs pretty great from all, all reports. Like they could improve on their own infrastructure that way. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And but, I, mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
we haven't seen the fruits of that yet. So no, I don't think they're ready to share that that type of mm-hmm. work yet. But I, I think it's necessary. Right. Um, you know, uh, I, I mean, I don't know though. I mean, you know, first party titles have been carrying them for a long time. <laughs> um, this, this whole generation, for sure, because they've had heavy hitters. Um, they really have. They've knocked it out of the park for a long time. Um, but I would argue that eventually, you know, eventually they'll, it's going to be harder and harder for them to come up with new IP. And it's going to be, you know, it's, it's harder to impress somebody with a sequel than it is with, with new IP. Cause there's mm-hmm. a lot to live up to, you know, last of us two is a perfect example of that. Um, so, you know, some of these foundational things that make it successful need to need to be addressed in my opinion. Um, so I'm just really excited to see where this goes, like as a, as somebody just witnessing it, right? Like yeah. uh, I'm trying to upgrade my PC in the next, you know, 12 months. I'm not worried about a console. So it's going to just be fun to watch it kind of unfold and see what happens this holiday. Um, mm-hmm. Same. But I'm super impressed with Microsoft. Like I said, I I have no idea how they're making any money. And maybe they make so much money everywhere else with their and they have a huge market share that they're like, fuck it, we can lose some money for a little while if it gets mm-hmm. more consoles out there um maybe that's the play i don't know but it's a good play uh, getting consoles in the hands of people means more services to sell so that ultimately is a great answer for for making lots of money i mean look they sony sold the ps4 at a loss for a very long time before now so many people like most of the people have a ps4 right right that's where that's where they ended up making back all that ground because they were able to put software in those in that hardware so right yeah yeah um so yeah more to come i'm sure we'll oh. report on it again in, in the future so apparently i'm wrong <laughs> about wrong. that um anyway uh yeah more, more to come on on the conversation I'm, I'm sure we'll we'll hear more in the in the coming days and and, and weeks as, as we get closer to holiday and these things are getting closer to release um but the other thing that we wanted to talk about um is we wanted to talk about some nintendo stuff um so i'm going to kind of give it to you guys to kind of uh, jump in and share um, kind of where we're at with the Nintendo news. Um, mm-hmm. And we wanted to talk a little bit about um, the way Nintendo is handling their business right now. So last week, Nintendo had a, um, had a, one of their directs, right? Um, I saw it. I actually did my homework. Oh, you watched. Oh, very nice. Um, so it's, it's a man. It was Mario year is what they're, is what they're celebrating. Yeah. The 35th anniversary Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and they announced a lot of cool stuff. Like, I'll just briefly message, like... Some of it was uh, fucking weird, Neo. Just be honest with yourself, dude. Yeah, they had, like, the Mario Kart, (laughs) like, real-life AR experience with Mario Kart, which was cool, I guess. That's for for kids, man. That's for kids, for sure. Kids are gonna love that shit. Um, They announced a Mario Battle Royale game, which was fun. Yeah. Yeah. They really... Yeah, Mario 35, which is 35 p- players play the Mario game. And as you, didn't get it As you kill enemies, it sends it to another Mario, uh, another person's screen until they die, and it knocks them all out till the last guy's standing. So you, you're just playing Mario Brothers until yeah. somebody sends all the enemies into your map, and then I'm totally going to play win. it. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> it's going to be free for up until March, which is why we're going to talk about this. Uh, they also announced the classic Mario games came to their, their emulator service. But what they really, uh, the big announcement was their Mario 3D collection, um, which is a combination of Mario 64, 
Great game. Uh, great game. Amazing game. Mario Sunshine. Great game. Mario Galaxy. Great game. Great games. They, they forgot great, about Mario Galaxy 2. I don't know games. what happened. I don't know what happened, but... <laughs> right. The problem with this is... Well, I don't know if it's a problem. It, I think it's a problem that they're going to stop selling this in March of next year for whatever reason. And now this has been a conversation with Nintendo for a long time. The so, conversation with Nintendo has I been... Make, just want to make, sure make sure I understand. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to make sure, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to make sure I understand right. what you just said. So, um, these games are going to release... They're going to release next week. Right. Next or week. Like, like in two weeks. Something Fantastic. Like that. So in September mm-hmm. and in March, like a few months after, um, they're no longer going to be available for purchase. Correct. Physic- physically or digitally. Correct. What's what? What's that brand that has their like logo on a brick? What's the brand that has a logo on the brick? It's a skate, I have no idea. It's a skate brand, and they put their they physically sold their logo on a brick, and people bought D- it. DC, I don't no, I know. No, they, they put their they put their logo on all kinds of shit, and people oh, bought Supreme. It. Supreme, yeah. So Nintendo's trying oh, to be yeah. the supreme of the gaming industry. <laughs> and I think I think okay. this move proves it. Wait, let me let me just one, keep, before keep going, please. Before yeah. before you go on with this, this has been a problem with Nintendo for a while. Not this specifically, but. The conversation with Nintendo that I see is always this. Nintendo has a plethora of games that from years and years and years that are gems. They're gold. They're amazing. People want to play them. But for whatever reason, Nintendo has this huge problem with going, here are the games that you grew up with and love on our current console. Please buy them. We will make... We'll make money selling these again. It honestly, it it's never made sense to me. Like oh, I remember never. getting, I remember getting the Wii, right? Yeah. And I remember the storefront coming, and I remember, I remember getting so excited about all the games that I would get to play because of the the digital storefront and the the classic collection. And the yeah. only game they had was Super Mario World. And I was it's like, good game, but that sucks. Cool, great game, but like, where's the other ones? Right? Like, I I don't understand why this is the only one I can buy. Um, right. And, you know, and I, and I think they slowly released more, but still not all of them. And it was like really poorly structured and all that. Like I, it just, it, it amazes me how they don't, they have the best collection of games against any other manufacturer. Um, right. And, and they don't, they don't utilize it. Now that aside, it's like, it's like they, they treat their property with this like weird, like, like careful handling, right? Like they don't want to like, like they're they're like Disney in that, that regard. Right. They want They care about their, their characters and their branding and everything. They're gatekeepers. But on the other, they're, they're, yeah, pretty much. And on the other side of that, it's like, Oh my God, I think I'm about to lose my train of thought. It's like, why are you intentionally withholding these games when you know, you will make money off them, you know, you'll sell them. People want to buy these games. There's no doubt about that. But for whatever reason, they want to pretend like there's a special nature to them where they can just, no, we won't release them. We'll release these games for a limited amount of time. And then if you miss this window, then bye bye. Like that's that's that was your chance. And then what you do is you open the door for market upsellers, right? People who will buy and resell the game for an inflated price because there's no there's no more copies of this game being made I mean, that's what's, and then you that's what's happening with the nintendo switch right now 
Right. Of course. <laughs> right. And, and like, of course that you're setting, you're, you're opening a market of like sh- a shitty market for, for people who are fans of your games to have to, to, to wade through almost. Yeah. I, I, it, it, I don't understand. I don't like, I can, I guess there's more sense in like stuff being removed digitally. Like, I guess that I could wrap my head around more like the digital storefront changing. Not that Mm. that, not that that's a good idea or makes sense, but I guess it makes more sense for them to see that versus like, well, I no longer going to print discs. Well, I can see it longer, you know, for me, I can see it the other way around. Like I understand when they were like, well, we don't want to print this forever, like print this disc forever. We'll just, we'll just let you buy it digitally on our storefront where that it makes live. sense too but regardless right. like it shouldn't be six months and then you lose right. access to it like and i think kind of the harder part for me to grasp is is that this is during kind of like a, a tumultuous time in our economy due due to the pandemic that we're going through so you're giving people this short window of time to choose whether or not they want to play this game on modern hardware which is which is also kind of a problem for me at least yeah yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's a really bad business decision. Um, They're going to sell it buttlo- by the buttloads, obviously. I mean, but they like- would regardless, you know, like they, they would um, they'd be selling a ton of these games without the the limited release schedule. I just it it's a very misguided business decision. And it, it kind of sucks to see because the switch was such a was such a hero when it came out. Um, was so well received. It was a an underdog from a hardware perspective, but it but it sold, um, and everyone loved it. Um, and and some of the first party titles that they've been able to come out with have been tremendous. It almost seems like they're trying to capitalize on a good situation mm-hmm. um, by doing something so utterly ridiculous. Right. Um, you know, it it's, just it just yeah, it's. It's yeah. frustrating as someone who likes who likes Nintendo games, like myself at least, mm-hmm. speaking for myself, that there are all these games, like again, like Mario Galaxy 2 is missing from this collection. That's fine. But like the preservation of games is also kind of an important thing to a lot of people. Like a lot of these old games aren't like like as we move into these newer generations and we keep progressing our technology with the Xbox and the PlayStation, all that, we're gonna find ourselves getting further away from these older games, right? So for will, them not to will or, will they though will the fan of of a Nintendo Switch get away from those old games? I don't think they will. I think. How do you, how would you say? I how do you say that? I think it's Nintendo's bread and butter. Like, but the the problem with Nintendo is is that they aren't giving the the fans these older games on their newer hardware or giving them a way to play it at least. Unless you have clearly released the game fifteen years later and we still really want it. So I guess what Felix yeah. is saying is like we may start playing other games, but as soon as they drop that, you know, carrot, we're, we're there. We're in. It. it doesn't matter how long. Or, yeah. Like, you know. like Nintendo, of course, I, I'm going to get, I'm going to get this game. Nintendo, like I'm going to get this three pack. Nintendo. I, I, heard you, I heard you can get galaxy two from, from March till August. So don't worry. <laughs> the, <laughs> Great, Ninten- I can't wait. <laughs> Neo Nintendo builds their brand around characters like fucking mm. Disney does. They do the yeah. exact same thing and they're doing exactly the same business model that Disney did with the goddamn uh princess the movies, the vault movies and shit. Mm-hmm. Like they're I think they're they're yeah, kind of leaning they treat, into they treat that their properties now. like the vault. Right? Yeah, they're they're, they're 
they're releasing their shit and then they're taking their shit away to to make. The, I wouldn't be surprised if they created the Nintendo Vault. Oh, of course <laughs> they did. I mean? Yeah, I mean but it's it's so interesting how they've catered to their their consumer in such a positive way with the games they've created with what the Switch is uh, that they nailed all of that perfectly, right? Like um they know who their consumer is and they got everybody to buy a switch and they again created some great titles um but then again like when it comes to infrastructure and services and and taking it a step further they just fall flat every time they've been that way for forever though that's never changed um they're definitely lagging behind even sony in that department right um yeah, it's just like it's such a misguided um, business decision. Um, yeah, I mean, like they, they've been holding on to like a game that I've been dying for from them to re-release for years now. Games that I haven't gotten to play since they came out. Met- the Metroid Prime games. Those are games that like I've desperately wanted to play again. Those were on Super mm-hmm. Nintendo. No, those were GameCube. G- the first two were on GameCube and the third one was on Wii. Oh, okay. But I never got to play those and I never had a Wii. So I missed out on that whole generation pretty much. So I never played Galaxy. So like that's why I'm very excited to do this. But you played, never the, played Sunshine you, either. You played the Metroid games that were on the Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Correct. Correct. I played all of those a lot. And uh, some of them are on the Switch right now. Like like Super Metroid is there. Like I can play that, which is great. But yeah, they still withhold like all these games. And I don't know. I, I mean, withholding withhold um, i guess that's a strong word it's no it's not i mean yeah it, it happens everywhere I mean, right like like mm-hmm. limiting limiting the creating supply and demand yeah creating the supply and demand is something that is the, and the demand is up with their games right i mean it's, like it's all a their strategy doing, it's a economic yeah, strategy i mean it, it, it happens everywhere i mean look at the sneaker <laughs> market look at the, mm-hmm. the right now the bourbon market i told you supreme right? like, is a great example um, supreme uh, yeah you just made me think of supreme I mean, again i mean you you have i mean the shoe like just the shoe market in general right like like there are plenty of sneakers if they wanted them to be plentiful, but that doesn't drive the price point and that doesn't drive the hype. It's mm. the same way with, with things that like you're seeing uh, the bourbon market explode, right? Like they could create and bottle more liquor if they wanted to, but that doesn't inflate the price point and doesn't create hype and yeah, demand. You don't want to flood the market. Um, right. So it's, it's this, but I don't think that works the same way for games. I think it's, it's silly. Um, there's a there's a big difference between this and like someone trying to buy a um the a the break. demo ver- the, the no the demo version of um of uh PT on on a uh PlayStation, right? Like there's right. a difference between that and and this, right? Like um so I, this just seems like someone somewhere thought it was a good idea for whatever reason which I will never understand. Mm-hmm. Um and they were like, "Yeah, let's go for it and see what happens." And I, I hope the internet roasts them for it and continues to roast them for it. They should. Um, and hopefully that allows them to change their decision to say this game will exist forever. Like every other fucking video game that's ever existed. This, yeah. this is purely, yeah. this is purely speculation, but do you think Nintendo, you think uh, the United States, like, cause I don't want to think that we're like the center of the world's universe or whatever. Like, do you think the United States is Nintendo's actual primary market? Because I don't think it is. I think Nintendo. Sure, we're a large market. They're not in China yet. I think they're slowly getting into China. Yeah, but, but yeah. I would think that the the 
Japanese customers are probably their biggest clientele, right? You know, like all the um, gamers that live over there probably are the people that they cater to. Right. And but what do you think? Do you think their their purchasing habits align with that type of strategy? No, what I'm what I'm saying is, do we even know that that's how they're even releasing it there? Like they're going to make plenty of money. They might be releasing games in in Japan as the way Sony and Microsoft release their games uh, on their consoles here. Like they might utilize the Japanese market as their primary market, and then the American market is like an afterthought. But like that's all speculation. I don't know. Like, mm. Right. You know, like that that might be the reason why they can withhold games here because they're already making plenty of money somewhere else. Right. So it doesn't have to be Japan. It could be anywhere, you know? Right. Well, right. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know if we are their primary market or who they, who they think they're catering to is us in this case. But the, the, the fact is, is like someone, someone in our chat just said, Nintendo is always price controlling their, their games, right. And their releases. Mm-hmm. But the problem with this one specifically is a, they they have now forced me the non pre order person to pre order the game right because now I need to know I I need to know I can get a copy of this and then the second thing that's going to happen is the moment I get my hands on this game and the moment March is over that game is going to be worth more than what I paid for it so they literally created a market for this game to be more valuable than the game that like this never happens games depreciate right away just talk to GameStop right like they're going to take fifteen dollars for your brand new copy of whatever. But now they just created a moment, a market where now this game will be worth more because they, no one else can buy it from Nintendo anymore. Like, it's kind of a weird situation that. I wonder how GameStop feels about this move. Right? I don't know. Let's go ask them. I wonder where. I wonder, they what, doing? I wonder what a soup <laughs> GameStop land feels about this type of business decision. Oh my god! Um, yeah. Well, they're gonna they're gonna tell every customer who comes in to pre-order it is what they'll do, just like they always do. Right, and yeah, and they have and they have better reasons for for it this time because they can't right. buy it after a certain time and they might not get right. more copies then. So I wonder I wonder if they'll give a good price to you if you decide to trade it in, or if they'll still try and fucking give you a nickel for the game. <laughs> That's a, that is a great question. <laughs> and then sell it for you know five hundred times the cost. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think this is another one that we're going to have to follow. I feel like everything we've covered in the past few weeks are all things that are going to be a continued conversation as the weeks go on. Mm-hmm. I, I like um, that. I like that yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, they've been, they've been big points that I think um, warrant follow-up. Like there's, there's going to be major fallout for this type of decision, whether it's successful or not successful or how gamers take it. Um, I hope it doesn't set a precedent, which is what I always worry about. I'm worried about, I'm worried about the precedent that sets because if it is successful and they do say, Oh, we can do this more often with our old games. Then right. I'm Which worried that this is going to happen yeah. more often. Yeah. Well, here's the problem: it's going to be successful. We've right. Already, of we've already, yeah. we've already decided that everyone is going to buy this game. Yeah. So, it's going to sell units. What will really drive whether or not the strategy is successful is if they keep the eye, their eye on the secondary market, because mm-hmm. if they see the secondary market continue to drive sales, um then they know that people were buying more titles to flip them. And it doesn't matter because their bottom line is still going up. So if, if we as a collective group of gamers decide to <laughs> participate in the secondary market, that, that phrase you just said, what? impossible. That's not, a, that's not, a, we, we as gamers can't agree on anything no. or, or we but, can't stand in one position and go, this is our line, right? Sure. But no, what I'm saying is, is, 
when I say the collective we, I mean, if enough yeah. of us decide to buy this game for secondary prices as a consumer, uh. then we are allowing it to be successful. So yeah. I choose to not buy the game when it's released and I choose to buy it later because now I feel like I'm missing out or I really, really want it now for whatever reason, then then we're allowing it to exist the same way why the sneaker market exists. Um, the same reason why bourbon resale exists because as consumers of these products, we decide that we're okay with that because we want it that bad. Um, what's interesting with this, and I don't know if maybe I was, I blacked out during the explanation of this or not, but um, did they, are they limiting how many they're selling up front or they're just saying it's going away? It's because going if, away. Right. Mm-hmm. So if there's enough for everyone to get one that wants one for that amount of time, well, then that's very different than, all right, folks, there's 10,000 copies that exist. Good luck. Right. Like that's that's very mm-hmm. different. And that's how like sneakers work. And that's how like other markets well, work right now with supply and demand. It's not like with digital copies of the game, there's a limit to how many they have. Right. <laughs> so that's it's like exactly sure, if it's saying, a time yeah. window to get it, then you just fucked up and didn't get it. That's your fault. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make it OK by any means but but what i'm saying is is if there's enough for everyone between that time period um then that's at least something but if they say yep first first 10,000 people to download it from our store you know and then that's and then it. no more yeah that's oh my right. god i would i would flip and that's no, that, like that's at that different. point that's like like selling fucking and, and t- concert yeah, and ten, tickets and 10, you know that 10,000 is a uh, is a is a low ball number it would probably be more like 50 or or more but uh anyway um get your digital like- copy of mario get your digital <laughs> copies of mario here because it would be, and it a would soft be like- pretzel <laughs> um, yeah because that's that's true supply and demand right like you limit limit the supply um you know it it's not like everyone that waits in line to get a, a new release of Jordans, everyone gets one and then they go up on resale. No, it's, you know, the first 50 people through the door, get them. Mm-hmm. Um, so in any case, this isn't good for consumers. It isn't good for gamers. Um, I'm glad they're remaking the titles. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I hope they're, I hope the game is successful. Um, what was uh, the one we're talking about? Was that the first um, 64 what, was the first one the first, first 3D, 3D Mario first 3D Mario game right, okay yeah yeah Super Mario 64 because that came out on uh, uh, the N64 and that uh, jet ski game came out the same time right or around the same time uh, probably remember yeah, that no, you remember it, that game I had both wave, of those it's those not wave race wave run, no, it's wave, wave something it's wave something, wave runner right? 64 or something like that no it's Oh my god! What is it? I know. I can see it in my brain. So Kevin the, Oates. Kevin Oates would know what it is. Yeah, he would know. Wave what it race. Is. Wave race sixty four. Wave race. So I had it. I had that game and I had uh, Mario World. That, Sunshine. Sunshine was GameCube. That, right. Yep. Um, and then Galaxy, Galaxy was, was Super Wii. Mario yeah. sixty four. I think was the first experience I ever had with a three D game. So I, yeah, I never played three D prior to that. Um, and it was like, cause I remember I was just like using the two thumbsticks, like trying to figure it out. I was like, 
the fuck well, there's, I feel like I'm drunk. Well, there was still there is still one thumbstick, but the camera. Was, oh yeah, the one thumbstick tried to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah it tried to you're be like automatic. This. So yeah. I'm like I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And and like, it, it, and your natural instinct is when the camera goes up is to also follow. You know, like you're you're turning your body and shit because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. That was me doing yeah. that. I don't know how old I was uh, at that time. Yeah, that that game set the standard for a lot of the games we play today, which is yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Um. um anyway, yeah. yeah. So- We'll follow up on it. I'm sure there'll be more to talk about with this in, in the coming coming weeks. Um, cool. I think that does it for our episode, boys. Yeah, we Wrap did it, it up, baby. Yeah. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, if you uh, are listening to this through, through the audio, please make sure to follow us on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash emergent underscore gamer. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and subscribe. Uh, we would greatly appreciate the subscription there uh, on our YouTube yep. channel. Um, all, uh, all episodes are getting updated right now. And on top of that, I p- uploaded the entire uh, Star Wars tabletop stream that I did to our nice. YouTube channel. So if you want to cool. see that, that is that is also there. It was a false awesome. And please mm-hmm. definitely tell your friends if you're already subscribed. You know, that's the only way to grassroots get the word out that we exist. So just tell people. Yeah. Uh, so thank you everybody for listening. You can find me on Twitter uh, at lock underscore key. Uh, see you guys next week. See ya. Uh, my name is Neo Yoshi. Follow me Neo underscore Neo underscore Yoshi and twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi. Just playing all kinds of games. My stream setup has been upgraded, guys. Like I'm so excited to see all the improvements I've made to it. And I hope you guys check it out too because it looks fresh. Mm. It looks love it. Uh, I don't know when, but at some point, my schedule at work is going back to normal hours. So I'll probably be back to streaming when that happens. It's going to be sometime at the end of the month, I think. Um, but I'm probably going to come back two days a week, Tuesday, Thursday mornings again, uh, live streaming and maybe other days, but who knows? Um, but my uh, primary thing is to play, uh, you know, solo solitary games where I just sit alone. If you want to join me <laughs> with no musical background now, I can't do any music anymore. Cause of Twitch, fuck you. But, um, you know, that's what I'm doing. So that's good. Yeah. I'm not going to have fun. I'm not going to have fun coming back to streaming, dude. It's not gonna everyone. Be everyone loves you for what you just described. So I don't know why you're upset about it. That's the whole reason why people join your, your stream. Um, dope. We have so. solutions for you. We'll talk about it, okay? Kevin Oates, first stream Fallout 4 mods. Fuck you, Kevin Oates. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. All right. Later. Talk to you. Bye. Mm. Mutton chops, though. Do the mutton chops. But maybe the power of the mutton chops are going to push the mask up, too. Big man. old, big old just fucking just Martin sheer... Van Buren's, man. Like, out to here and shit. Just the sheer <laughs> size of them are going to... The mask is going to run in fear right up to your eyes.